Welcome to Running Virtually with Just Plain Dave, episode 88, Head for the Mountains. Well, hello, my friends. This is Just Plain Dave, and I've been thinking. I am in the Adirondack Mountains, and that noise you just heard is called Roaring Brook. And I just went and did a glorious, joyful celebration of this great big universe of ours and climbed a little summit. It's not even a real mountain. The real mountain is called Giant Mountain. And the summit that I just crested, climbed, peaked, is called the Giant's Nubble. N-U-B as in boy, N-U-B-B-L-E, Giant's Nubble. And on a map, it's not, it's nothing, right? It's a nubble, it's a little bump. It's a bimp on the side, it's a pimple on the side of the mountain. It was a heck of a climb. It's 1.8 miles of up, literally a few, a few like feet here and there of shallow flats. But in general, it was just up, 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 up. I haven't looked at the numbers, I'll share those later. But the reason I'm recording is that as I was climbing up this mountain, there's a couple different trails. And at this point in the trail, I'm about a half mile from the bottom. As coming up, up out of the woods, I'm warm, I'm sweaty. I'm like already working hard. And there's a couple, a, a, a couple of middle-aged folks. They were from Quebec based on their French accents. And they were having a little, uh, a little frolic in the stream. They might have only been wearing their skivvies, their underwear, their undergarments, and that was just fine. And they both were saying, this is so refreshing. I said, you know what? I'm gonna do that on the way down. And so I have removed my shirt, but I'm wearing my socks and shoes. I'm wearing my shorts because I didn't want to surprise anyone else coming down the trail. And what a random thing. This is not a Just Playing Dave normal behavior. Like, oh, let's be cautious. Let's be careful. Keep your feet dry. Like, so right now my trail shoes and socks are squishy. Like literally if I bend my foot a little bit, it's wringing the water out of the uh, cushioning in the bottom of my shoe. I'm wearing my Solomon Speed Cross trail shoes. Um, oh my gosh, I'm go- so I'm gonna stop recording. I just wanna say the sky is blue. I was actually up at the summit and there's a risk of thunder showers this afternoon. And I was just eating a little picnic lunch, like an apple and some nuts and raisins, super simple. Right as I sit down on the nubble, um, it starts to rain, just gentle, big fat raindrops. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I just, I put my pack back on because I wanted to, like I was literally on the highest point. So if it turned into a thunderstorm, I did not want to be the lightning rod. But the sky started to clear, these big clouds, including some pretty dark clouds are just kind of zooming across the high peaks of the Adirondacks. What a nice thing. So I spent like 30 or 40 minutes just sitting at the summit, appreciating the mountains, the the depth of field of view, like looking out, I, I know I can't see 100 miles, but I can bet I can see 40 or 50, you know, at one wave of summits after another, after another, you know, like picture a classic painting with kind of light gray in the foreground and then dark gray, and then just kind of these dim shadows of a row of mountains off to the north. It was, it's just spectacular. The Adirondacks are just a great wild place um, in upstate New York. So, uh, so I'm going to stop recording because I don't need to be holding my phone while I'm standing in the water, but I'm going to go for another quick dip before I, uh, before I descend to my car 
and back to real life. Um, I'll record a little bit more uh, in a separate section. I just thought I'd share with you the joy. I'm like frolicking in this pool of water. It's probably 15 to 20 feet across, four feet deep in the middle. This is kind of a little bowl. The waterfall here is just cascading over these granitic rocks. They're actually metamorphic rocks, but I, I can't tell what, what the mineralogy is right now. They're very rounded. This is a very, this, this mountain looks like it was tumbled down by a giant, which might be why it's called Giant Mountain. Um, but there's a series of like, four, I can see five little cascades of water each you know, two to three feet high, water just falling over the rocks. And then actually the water drops down in a few feet below me. Um, I, at the start of this, I went to the top of the falls. There's a different falls. And oh my gosh, it's like 250 or 300 feet vertical. Like I'm standing up thinking, whoa, this is a totally vertical cliff face. Um, and I'm not going to be that guy who, <laughs> who takes a selfie and, uh, and falls off the mountain. So I'm going to stop recording. I'm going to jump back in the swimming pond here. Um, it is brisk and fresh. I bet the water is in the 40s, um, but the sun is shining. It's, there's a little bit of breeze. It's, it's one of those crazy hot weekends. Oh, I'm looking up at the sky right now, and this little stream valley has a few more birch trees, so white-barked paper birch um, right up the valley, and the leaves on the birch trees are just like flickering and wiggling and waving in the wind. It's just that super gentle wind. Um, oh, it's a beautiful day. I'll tell you some more later. Bye, my friends. And that, my friends, was a, uh, a short snippet of my squishy shoes as I walked away from that, that fun little swim. My shoes were full of water and they were squish squashing as I, uh, as I got back to the trail. Anyway, a little bit of lighthearted humor. I find myself in the Adirondacks because one of my best friends from college, James, his family has a house on a lake in way upstate New York, out in western New York. So Nida Lake, very big, very far from my house. And, uh, but they, they're, so they're basically spending a couple weeks up in the summer, James and Sandy, and uh, spend, they live in Florida full time. I haven't seen them in ages, not since pre-COVID. It's kind of one of those things where people I want to go visit, but I'm still cautious about getting into an airplane. Uh, and Florida is a very long drive. But they were taking a couple day break in uh, Saranac Lake, New York. It is very near Lake Placid. It's kind of like the little sister to Lake Placid. The town's a little bit smaller. The lake's a little bit smaller. The economy's a little bit smaller. But all in all, very good, nice. Like a beautiful, beautiful place. And so I invited myself out for a 24-hour visit. Let me show up. We'll go hang out, have dinner and a beverage. We walked around the lake that is Saranac Lake. I mean, sorry, the town. And uh, on a random Wednesday night, there was a rock concert on the town green it was kind of a not bluesy but old old-fashioned rock and roll it had like it had kind of a, a moody blues yeah not the hoople uh 1970s flow rock it wasn't it wasn't grateful dead or fish but um it was just a nice little cover band and we wandered around a little bit more and heard another bar had live music playing 
it was just a nice summer evening just walking around i'll call it a little little tourist village it's clearly this area is medium busy in the summer much busier in the winter there's tons of uh ski resorts and snow sports right here um Sarah, the the Lake Placid Winter Olympic and Olympic Training Facility uh, is on the road between is is between uh, the town of Lake Placid and Saranac Lake. So um, I actually <laughs> pulled into the Winter Olympic Sport uh, Training Facility, took a couple pictures of the ski jumps. Those are fascinating. What an interesting sport. Um, and then uh, the bobsled run was open, but I decided that there are some things I don't mind doing by myself, like going for a hike by myself, but going down the bobsled run, that sounds like a group activity. That'd be a, let's get together with friends and do that. Um, but so we just had a beautiful evening catching up and chatting in Saranac Lake. And then James and Sandy and I went for a hike this morning on Baker Mountain. They're just knocking off some little peaks while they're in the area. And then I was looking at their Adirondack hiking trail guide, and that's what motivated me, motivated me to hike Giant's Nubble. I uh, was just flipping through, and the name caught my eye because it's silly and, yeah, no, just because it's silly. And, uh, and it was on my way, like literally the trailhead parking lot was on the road that I'm taking to get back to Route 87, which in this area we call the North Way. Kind of goes from Albany due north up to Montreal, up through, uh, through upstate New York. Anyway, so I found myself on Route 73. There was a different trail I had an option to hike, but when I got to that trailhead, it was pouring. Like, this was a spot thundershower, but, like, pouring buckets. And I decided that, one, that was not going to start a hike in the pouring rain, and two, that trail was going to be treacherous in the hour immediately after a thunderstorm. And so I decided to go on to the Nubble, and here I am descending the Nubble after just a really great day with James and Sandy. But because I was coming out through the Adirondacks, I decided let's make the most of my drive time. And on Tuesday, went and stopped at a different friend's house, Sarah, who lives on Sunset Lake in Ashburnham, Massachusetts. is a high school friend of mine. I haven't seen her in ages. And it was just nice to catch up and, uh, and take it easy. And same thing, she and I just hung out, had a beverage, sat by the lake. And uh, all, this whole experience, this whole week has gotten me thinking about, um, there's a, John Green is a writer, mostly for young adults, young adult writer and a podcaster. He has a podcast called The Anthropocene Reviewed, which I've probably talked about. And he, one of his podcasts is about man's capacity for wonder. Um, he takes a quote from The Great Gatsby, which I do not have handy, so I will just say there's a quote in The Great Gatsby. Um, the, you look it up. You actually just uh, go to the Anthropocene Review. That's a great 12-minute podcast. tells you a cool story. But our capacity for wonder, our capacity to look out and just see how magical and big our universe is and our place in the universe and that's what I feel right now. Like looking at mountains or sitting on the shore of a body of water, you know, it could be a river like the Merrimack River going through industrial Massachusetts or the Blackstone River, um, the Providence River that I run next to every Wednesday evening. Um, but up here, looking across the forest at the peaks, it is just inspiring and magical. And there's something to that. And there's like the, the idea of, I'm standing right next to a fire pit here in the woods and standing, sitting, and sitting around a fire and telling stories 
And I think, I think that's a huge, that played a big part in our evolution as, as people, like getting people together to tell stories because you could learn lessons and you could share information. And uh, yeah, I'm just feeling the magic of nature and the universe. And I hope, I hope you guys have seen the pictures that were published by NASA, taken by the James Webb Space Telescope. Oh my gosh, the amount of information that's out there shining towards us. We just gotta be able to open our eyes and see it. So that's it for now. I am nearing the falls. I see some, some youths frolicking in the water near the top of the falls. I'm gonna head down to the bottom and see if there's people there. And then I should put on some dry clothes. More later, my friends. And I thought I might just wrap up with a quick summary of my time away by the numbers. So I started with my trip up to Ashburnham. And so on my way to Sunset Lake, I hiked Mount Watadic. That was a total of a 55 minutes up and down, 760 feet of elevation. So that's probably a 35 to between 35 and 40 minute up. And then uh, I kind of was cruising on the way down. So that was a hard work up very fast down, partly because I know that trail really well. So for me to go jogging down the uh, kind of what seems like a fire road, it's pretty steep, but I was comfortable with their terrain. So I had an average heart rate on that climb up and down 121 beats per minute max 152 so you know working but that's kind of a uh a zone zone three to zone four kind of the edge of zone three zone four for me on the way from ashburnham up to the adirondacks i stopped in castleton vermont i had done a a field trip when i was in college and we stayed at castleton state and uh, so I wanted to just do a quick side trip. There are some fantastic quarries. Uh, there's some slate quarries and limestone quarries. Uh, just good, good geology and very visible. Um, so that's why we'd, we were staying at Castleton State and very nearby in Crown Point, New York, uh, near the southern end of Lake Champlain, you get a good, good exposure of rock outcrops as well. So for folks who are studying geology in the northeastern United States, Vermont and Lake Champlain have some good options for studying. So there I went to what's called the Hubbardston Battlefield, the only Revolutionary War battle that took place in Vermont on the soil of Vermont, not, so I guess they're not counting like the Lake Champlain on the, on the, uh, the big lake, the water battles. Um, that happened in July, 1777. And I was the only person visiting that historic, uh, historic landmark on the day that I was there because I was there on a Wednesday and it is only open Thursday through Sunday. So it is tiny. It had six little signs, took me 20 minutes to walk the loop. Um, I'm sure I could have gotten a little more information if the museum was open, but it was still a nice place to go for a walk in a, what looks just like a big open uh, meadow or, or field. And next up was on, uh, 
what day was it? Thursday? Thursday. Thursday morning, my friends James and Sandy, James, Sandy, and I climbed Mount Baker. That was a 100-minute total hike, which included about a half an hour of uh, stoppage time at the top and taking pictures along the way. So 71 minutes of exercise, 100 minutes total, elevation gain 930 feet, so a bit more than Mount Watatic. Average heart rate, 92, max 156. And uh, yeah, that average is really all about, we were going up there with their dog, Charlie, and Charlie's pace. We don't push the pace with Charlie. And so uh, it was fine, it was very fun, um, but it was certainly not kind of what I'll call a strenuous exercise. Um, but anytime you climb a thousand feet in less than an hour, that is good effort. And then on my way home, I shared a couple of recordings from there already. I stopped to hike the giant nubble on Giant Mountain. That was two hours start to finish, but that included a half an hour lunch break at the summit. So 90 minutes of exercise, which was included 1,506 feet of elevation. That is a lot of climbing. It's probably 1,500 feet of climbing in an hour. 500 meters in an hour is a, is a good climb. Um, my average heart rate was 124, so pretty similar to Mount Watatic. My max, 170, and I had 15 minutes straight where my heart rate was 155 or higher. So that's me getting up into high zone four, middle of, start of zone five, working hard. I had a couple of steep stretches where I just decided to just really push hard on the effort and get to the summit of that, get to the summit of that mountain. It wasn't even a mountain. It was just a nubble. Anyhow, those are my numbers. 1,500 feet of elevation at the giant nubble, 930 at Mount Baker, 760 at Mount Watatic. And you know what? When it's scorching hot, going for a hike in the shady woods was great. I feel like I did a great job of getting exercise and, uh, and didn't try to overdo it by running in the heat or getting up at four in the morning to run before the sun's up. Because I don't have a race in my calendar in the next few weeks, I don't need to be getting up at 4 a.m. So that's what I got to share. Thank you for coming along for this walk and this hike in the mountains and lakes of Massachusetts, Vermont, and the Adirondacks of New York. From southeastern Massachusetts, this is Just Plain Dave. Happy trails, my friends. And if you have a chance, take your brown dog for a walk.